Oh, oh, welcome. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. Catherine Brandt flew in just to cover this one hour. (laughs) One hour. (laughs) And I'm here with... Packmaster Ralph DeWay Basham, MD. Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Brandt-Bernard. All right, we'll be right back after these lovely messages. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Good tune. Good tune. Good Andy riding the game. Yep. Have you heard of? <laughs> Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. What do you have to say there, Alex? Have you heard of Colin Oates? Colin Oates? Yep. You can call a phone number, and it's a Hall and Oates hotline. So it's just you call in, and then it plays a random Hall and Oates. Or no, you have to pick a number. I think, and then it plays a Hollow Notes song, and you just sit there on your phone listening to a Hollow Notes song. I want to hear 16 kilohertz, 32 bit rate Hollow Notes songs. That sounds yeah, great. It's like, what? Thank you for calling Hollow Notes, your Hollow Notes hotline. Okay, it, now it, nobody does anything for free anymore. It's a 900 number. Yeah, I So you have to pay? No. No. It's well, like how are they monetizing this? I Is there a little know. ad? No. <clears throat> what? Call in Oats. We can call them right okay, now. Okay, let's give them a call. Call in, call in, call in Oats. It's 719. Uh, okay, I will do that. 266 2837. Patch it right through. Although okay. I don't know if I can use the dialer if I do that. Oh, the dialer. To hear one on one. Please press one to hear rich girl. Please press two Why? to hear man eater. Please press three to hear privatize. Please press <laughs> four. Oh. And then it just plays the Hall and Oates song. What? Why? <laughs> Why is this a thing? What Dan has it saved in his phone and he'll like text message people and be like, oh, call this number and then like this Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay, now, how does one find out about something like this? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> like, I, we were talking. I it's was, bizarre. <laughs> I was talking about being Hall & Oates fan on something, and somebody was like, oh, have you heard of Hall & Oates? I was like, no, what's that? And they told me about it, and then I told Dan about it, and now he tells everyone he knows about it. Colin, Call like, Oates. Like C-A-L-L-I-N? Call in Oates. Oh, so it's I think. C-A-L-L. Yeah, I don't know I if it's Colin, like Colin, or Colin, call in. It's call space in Oats. Oh, okay. Well, now we know where to get some sweet Holland <laughs> Oats tunes on yeah. demand for on free. Dema- yeah. Hmm. I still don't understand why they would do that. Does Just it have funny? Is there a, is there a web It's page? marketing. Yeah, the, uh, now we're talking about Holland Oats, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah the, the area code is. Interesting. Yeah, 719. It's, 719. Alamoso, Canyon City, Colorado Springs, Fountain, La Hinta, 
Lamar Pueblo. The fact that it's in Colorado Pueblo. Springs Pretty is not Trinidad, at all. Like, in Woodland Park. It's in Colorado. Yeah. That's not at all Pueblo, Pueblo is where my brother lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Colorado or what? Colorado Springs? I already forgot the name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colorado <laughs> Springs is like super trendy among young people, and that's exactly the kind of people who would make something like this. Yeah, why would, why would uh, super trendy young people want to be around the Air Force Academy? I honestly don't know, but that's where they're all moving. It's all expensive as hell, you know. Boulder. Well, well actually, Pueblo is growing like crazy because that used to be like a dead town. It used to just be ranches oh, and God, stuff. Oh, God, it was so horrible. That, it was really bad. And now everybody's moving down there because land was cheap, is, mm. was, is cheaper. That, but now I think it's getting more expensive. Yeah. That's where, whatchamacallit, Clearinghouse was. Clearinghouse? Yeah. Publishers Clearinghouse? It was in Pueblo, Colorado. Was yeah. it? You don't remember the ads? I do not know. Oh, I, I don't remember. remember the, that's it. I think that's done. I think they had the last one. Publishers playing house. I think so. Was it Pueblo, Colorado? Yeah. You want to look that up, Andy? See if it's oh, true. Geez. Or if I'm just streaming things house? again. I have no idea. It used to be the sweepstakes things where um, oh. I think you you got magazines or something and they entered your name. Is that that's it, right? Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah, yes. something like that. And they have had a pretty but, uh, troubled history lately. But you they did. Keep getting but you acquired didn't. Acquired by people. But so. you didn't have to buy acquired. magazines. Mm-hmm. It, you would get this big thing in the mail package. Oh, publishers, clearinghouse, win millions of dollars. Blah blah blah. And then you had to like put these little stickers on a thing and what? send it in. So oh it's yeah, like cracker it was a thing. Jack. Like you have to fill out it a was thing a th- and it get was, your little toy it, it done. Was, it was a throwback to. Uh, S and H green stamps and yeah, uh, some blue, blue, blue chip, blue. Uh, the other stamps were blue, something or other, and that's where mm, Kurt Carlson made his money. Oh, really? Well, oh my God. they have a five thousand dollar a week for life giveaway. Yeah. And if everyone on Earth played, one person would win. Yeah. The the odds of it ever happening are just next to nothing. So yeah. But yeah, so it's I, like I think a the last lottery one almost. Kind of, yeah. It's yeah, like a lottery. Like I thought the government didn't want other people doing the lottery because well, no, then they don't a get the tax no, it's well, a lottery. It's a giveaway. It's, a it's like it's a lottery, contest. but it's, it's a contest. contest. Yeah. But you, don't, you have to give them having... money to get in it, right? No, you didn't have to buy anything. But they oh. it, they wanted to sell you magazine subscriptions. At one time, magazine subscriptions were were very lucrative. I mean, now people can't give away magazines hardly. Yeah. But uh, We actually, when we moved, the, uh, po- the post office was like, do you want six magazines? Subscriptions for free? And we were like, <laughs> like sure. For, no. Oh, really? No. Well, I don't, I don't quite what understand. Do you, what, you, you went to the post office? But when we change our address, you do it through the post office to forward your mail. Yeah. And then they, and they said... They you, just said, here's some magazines. And then if in six months, if you want to buy them, then you can do oh. that. Oh. You better be careful, though. That might be one of those things where if you don't cancel it within 30 days before it actually expires yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. and I then mean, you get what they mean business well, well, the, you'll just get you'll keep getting a bill you get more runner's life magazine <laughs> runner's life you know what well, we get like food network so you know recipes that it's kind of stuff interesting in my office you know i opened the i opened my office in wyzetta 25 years ago okay and i purposely didn't subscribe to any magazine or the ones i subscribed to, i subscribed to uh, the sun which is a just an ultra liberal kind of photography kind of mag. It was just a wonderful, well, well, very well done magazine. I got that. I got, I don't know, I, I forget what else. And maybe U.S. News and World <laughs> Report, some conservative. I, so I, I got two magazines. Now, oh, we get 10, 20, and they just sort of show up. They just show up because they just want them in physicians' offices. So mm. people to look at. Yeah. Oh, yep. And then maybe they'll yeah, we subscribe get, or something. Oh, yeah, we get wired. We get. You know, not only we don't get good housekeeping, but we get the wine magazines, we get uh, uh, outdoor stuff. I mean, just it's a bizarre ad mixture of sort of magazines we get for free in the office. They just show up. They just show up, and I have no idea how they started showing up. They just showed up. Well, I just cleaned out our house. Oh my god! And packed up and moved. Got a few magazines. Dad had stored about four billion men's health magazines, which yeah. I didn't even know he and had men's, a subscription and books to. And books, so many the books. Amount of yeah, books and books. paperwork. Men's, no, I don't, I don't want to cast any aspersions or insinuations uh, on Tom, oh, so but books. since he's not here, it's safe. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But, but, yeah. but men's, I, I, men's health magazine, I always looked at, and I, I just got a sense that there were too many pictures of men in that magazine. <laughs> 
But it's about men's health. I know, but there are too many pictures of men in that magazine. Even the ones about, uh, you know... Uh, you know, any ever the ones about uh, impotence little, and things like that. All those articles about uh, that sort of stuff. Well, no, Sorry. no, I just no. <laughs> there, there were there were a lot there were a lot of pictures of shirtless men mm-hmm. that really had wonderful physiques in that magazine. Well, it's a great, it's what you, you know, can dream to be. I, I didn't. See, there were not a lot of pictures of for a men's magazine, what you think was a men's a manly men's doing manly things magazine. Yes, there weren't a lot of pictures of women. Oh. Well, but that's how, like, you know, Vogue isn't yeah. like pictures of men. It's pictures of women. No, the, no but, oh the, but it's, pictures of, it's pictures of women, but the pictures of women aren't shirtless. The pictures of women well, in no, Vogue. Basically. Well, no, Women's Health Magazine is all pictures of women in bikinis yeah. and Until, tiny like, little outfits. Ripped, ripped. Until yeah, 15 years ripped, ago, yeah. it was the same thing. But now there's a push to have more, they call it diverse body types in women's media, but not in men's media. No yeah. one cares about diverse body types in men's media because no one wants to see that so and it's really the same thing. nobody wants to see that well, it's true <laughs> well I don't, I don't think i don't think anybody really wants to see diverse body types period mm. otherwise you'd see more diverse yeah body people t- want to see themselves okay when was the last very well well done when was the last time in an in a movie with an adult scene then. when was the last time you saw either a man who was carrying a lot of extra weight or poor physique, or a woman who wasn't in, you know, pretty Borat. much. Borat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Borat. There you go. But, but, but or a woman who really wasn't in really pretty good physique. Well, well for sure. I, yeah. I totally agree. People that's why say they, have 50, they want. That's why they have 12 year olds, you know, modeling for, you know, wrinkle creams. It's like, what? Yeah. People say they want one thing, but then they spend their money on the other thing. Well, and you must see all the time in, you know, you've got a plastic surgery. You must see all the time all the, all the befores and afters or the mm. liposuction and somebody who's like totally, like, you know, basically anorexic. It's like, why would they ever need liposuction? Yeah, you know, it's ridiculous what they do with the models. Yeah, what they what they what they show in pictures. Well, and, and of course, like they that. they can't just go from oh, we need somebody that's so thin that they look like they're going to die to sort of a normal body type. It's like they have to go from oh, yeah. well, we're doing this, so now we have to have somebody obese. It's like, yep. how about we just have like the people in the it middle out to normal apparently yeah. instead of going so crazy on both sides, mm. which we do with everything in America. Yes, we we have to go the extreme left, extreme right on every single and if bell type, curve. And if your typecast is an obese person, if you lose weight, so, you know, so, so who was the actor that was in uh, the pay in uh, Seinfeld that played George? Uh, George? No, not George. The other guy. Uh, the guy that was a poster. Oh, 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 Newman. Oh, Newman. 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 Oh, and can't he can't also was. In, he was also was in uh, Jurassic Park. Something night. Wayne Knight. Uh, oh, he, well, very good. He, he, he lost. If that's his name. Lost a pile of weight. <laughs> So, it so, is. Wow, well, look at that. Look at your synapses. Nice. But yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He lost he a lot of weight. Hasn't worked since. Yeah. Really? Because oh, he was really? like the funny, fat guy who yelled. That was his thing. It's like Jonah Hill. Yeah, exactly. Like he, yeah, was He like, was the Wayne Knight of yeah. your generation. And then basically. he lost a bunch of weight and then he gained weight back because it was like he played one serious mm-hmm. role and then it was like, well. Well, I think that's what they're, could, I think that's what happens is they want to get out of that jolly fat guy typecasting. Yeah. Because they want that's to become all, serious. You can only do that for so long. You can only be the same guy yeah. for so long. Unless no, you're like mention, Adam Sandler. No, no, you know, or Adam Sandler <laughs> or, or any of the other actors are that way. But still, it's they're kind of, exactly the same character every yeah, single time. But they're mm-hmm. get, it, it's, I think it's pretty much over for those guys. They had a good run. They made a lot of money. But I Adam think Sandler just was in that Uncut Gems, and he was a very different character. He, was he? He's been doing more like, yeah, the Shoemaker one. He's been doing more like, uh, like toned-down roles. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got to be, what, 60 at this point? I don't know. I don't know. How well, I remember Jim Carrey was doing all those crazy movies. Number and then, 23 well, and, and then that all kind of stuff. Just damn mine, well, as soon though. as he got into some serious movies, for a cert- right after that, it's like he seemed to have a yeah. mental he break. He went a insane. Yeah. Like, completely well, insane. Well, you know... You, you know that can happen. You can, have a, you can actually is... have a psychiatric break. You know that can happen, and so many of those people are just on the verge. They're on you know, the edge. On the edge, really on the edge. Well, with Jim Carrey, I think it was. I mean, like, I don't think there's really any question that he was doing something when he was doing like the Ace Ventura movies. Yeah. And when he stopped doing that, you know, I think it's basically like the drugs made him crazy, but they also kept him from like realizing how crazy he was until he stopped well, there's, kind of thing. There, there's something about like you can have an underlying <clears throat> psychosis mm-hmm. and if you take the wrong 
mixture yeah. of drugs, it can yeah. actually make it manifest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It can like, if you turn never on did a switch. the drugs, yeah. you like, can maybe. Yeah. yeah it's actually yeah. a thing. No, it's yeah. actually a Schizophrenia thing. is that way. It's mm-hmm. like you can have. LSD is very dangerous for yeah. people who and might LS, have. Yeah. Whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, if you're, if you're taking illicit drugs. Yeah. As opposed to illicit drugs. I know the people that take LSD, if you're prone, prone. to a, right. to a psychiatric mm-hmm. break, it mm-hmm. can cause the psychiatric break right. so yeah. that then you have, you know, full-blown symptoms of your psychosis. And then it stays but if, if you're it's taking, one of those if, things. But if you're taking, you know, the psychiatric drugs that are typically prescribed for, so that was my mission, prescribed for that, it doesn't make you no. worse. No, no. No, she's saying, I'm talking about, about illicit yeah, drugs like, like yeah, LSD. LSD yeah. And, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Um, or if, AMD, or, BDM, 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 MDMA, MDA. What's that? MDA. No, that's MDMA. No, Molly is the Molly MDMA. MDMA, whatever. It's either MDMA or it's an opiate. You know, then again, oh, I microdose or this sort of stuff. Blah blah blah. Shrooms. That's another big one. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. People still do that. Yep. You know, LSD is basically the chemical version of psilocybin. I'm sorry. What is? LSD. Yeah. It's not literally, but it's very similar. But it's very similar. Like people that do. Microducing, microducing, microdosing. Microdosing. Lovely. People that chose to do that. We're so clearly up on all the street drugs. No, people that do microdosing, you can't really get. So people do it with shrooms, but you can't know exactly what your dose is in a mushroom uh no because it's a plant well i'm, I'm thinking any street well, drug you but don't LSD, really know what no, the dose LSD, is right? you can like go and have yeah. it tested and it's like this is the strength you know yeah, oh yeah and it's yeah, it's you, like a pharmaceutical it's like this is so your dosage i'm, I'm, I'm out on the street buying my lsd <laughs> i take it to the lab how much of this can i take no you can do you can do an at-home like testing kit to oh, have it tested well, thank right. god I listened to a very interesting podcast about LSD microdosing and how it's treating PTSD and anxiety yeah, and depression really? and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just yeah, that, that's oh. what Joe Rogan's thing is. He it always yeah. it's his if he he yeah, he can have a, an intellectual on as a guest, have a great interview. But then if there's anybody else on, it always de- always seems to degenerate to them smoking weed yep. and going into a sensory deprivation table uh, you know, chamber tank. or yeah. tank or whatever yeah. and taking some. Uh, yeah. Psychedelic. Yeah, it, 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 it's like beware the advice yeah. of someone who thinks the answer to every problem is the same thing. Drugs. Yeah. And that yeah. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. His answer to literally any problem in the world just do drugs. There you go. You're good. <laughs> I don't, do, do I don't think that's very good medical <laughs> advice. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. Where are we actually with the time? Yeah, we're since it's ready to go. Okay, we'll be okay. right back. Mm-hmm. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XChat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XChat Gap, simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. 
LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. What is this? Should I stay or should I not? Remastered. There we go. Should I stay or should I go? We're back. The Tom Bernard Show without Tom Bernard. Aren't you glad I came in? <laughs> Aren't you happy? I thought we were going to have the Super Nanny on today. It's one of the reasons why I came in. Super Nanny. Super Nanny. Remember Joe Frost? Super Nanny? Joe, Joe Frost? Frost? Isn't her name Joe Frost? I think so. Well, she's not well, on Joe, the calendar. It's, kind of, it's so. an atypical name for a woman. By and large. Josephine? Josephine. Well, she's British. I think it's Joe Frost. E- Joanne. Joanne. But yes, Frost. Joe. But Frost. she's British, so being named Joe is less weird there. It's like being named Imogen. It's like... Well, yeah. If you hear it here, it's like, what? Imogen? What are you, yeah. some sort of protein? <laughs> but then in England, so many people. And Phoebe, that's really popular in oh, England. Phoebe. Yeah. And Phoebe, the only Phoebe I know of here is Phoebe Buffet. Yep. But, they're, but, they're, friends. but they're going <laughs> back about they're going back about 100 years for names now. So, yep. so Evelyn, Ethel. Ethel? Uh, Thelma. Yeah, yeah, they're going back. I yeah, love I, old Evelyn. lady names. Evelyn. My, uh, Evelyn is a little is one coming back. Melissa I know has a, a friend Evelyn, named Esther. That's Esther? an old name. Oh, that's a really Esther old name. Esther or Esther? Esther. Esther. I think that's is how you pronounce it. Well, I mean, there's, it's a T-H. I don't know. It's pronounced Esther. I is think she East? pronounces it Esther. Right. Esther? Well, she is. Does she, does she, does she have a speech? Weird. Well. <laughs> how about Ethel? Oh, weird Ethel? lady. Ethel Merman. It's only Ethel, I, I love remember. old lady names. Esther like Agnes. was in the Achaemenid Ake- Empire, uh-huh. so we'll never know how she pronounced her name because she what died. What empire is that? Twenty five hundred yeah. years ago. Oh. So yeah. no what wonder. empire? Uh, Achaemenid. And never where heard was it? Of it? Well, where? Well, give us a geographic <laughs> you know, touchstone. The here. first Persian Empire. Oh, mm. that in one. In five hundred fifty <laughs> BC. Esther is a Persian name. Yes, she, her name was. Huh. Esther or Esther in the she has her own book in the Bible or more accurately the Old Testament mm. book of Esther there you go who knew there you go she was the queen of Ahasuerus aka oh, Xerxes so, so, the first so here here's a here's a question here's a question I probably don't know consider, the answer consider this no no I, but the, but <laughs> no there's no re, but there's no reason to cloud this discussion with facts it is the book of Esther, which is in the Christian Old Testament. Okay. The Jewish Old Testament. It, no, no, the Old Testament, the Christian Old Testament. Is it in the Torah? Are, are writings from that, in from the Torah, which would have been from Persia? Would any religious scholar it, please call in? It, it is, is in the Christian Old Testament. So there okay. you go. It is so, in but there. Isn't it, is it in the Torah? in the Torah? Uh, Torah, no. Tanakh, Yes. What's a Tanakh? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Tanakh, Torah, no. Glad Tanakh, I came yes. in. Uh, yes. <laughs> the old Tanakh. Gilgamesh, no. You know, so, so well, 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 you know, if, if you, if you <laughs> thought, it. if you, you know, our liberal arts education is in a free fall now. That clears it's it up. It's an absolute free fall. I you went to took, college, I, college I took, Alex. I, I did a you liberal all arts these degree. I got a, I I got a Bachelor of Science. So. I know, but you went to a liberal arts college. I went I to a state school arts. and a bachelor of science. Two different deals, and I didn't I get exposed to any of this stuff because it was poison to my brain. I had so many theology and philosophy classes. It's so difficult to. Them. There's just so much. I mean, it's literally like three thousand years worth of stuff took, that you have to condense and. I took philosophy of psychology. <clears throat> So not even psychology, just the philosophy. The philosophy thereof. of psychology, uh, and I took the history. My history class was the history of mental illness. Oh. The history of mental illness. Yep. Wait, that's history. my history People. class. <laughs> oh, oh! Did they go through all the weird old treatments like you yep. know shoving trepanation, strange electrical currents in yep. orifices? Yeah, shouldn't be. They still do electroshock, <laughs> but in very, very rare cases. ECT. Yeah, yes. they do yeah. The electroconvulsive therapy. Yeah, yeah. that is. A, it's it's a, for if you're so depressed that you can't be left out of anyone's but sight. It, basically, but it's not like uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. No, that is an it's exaggeration. Not like that. Wow. No, okay. that no, that was the Grandpa way. Grandpa had that. Because, that's because, what, but what yeah. they well, what Tom's they do. Dad had that. What mm-hmm. they do now is that they they, they do, what do they do? They they put a tourniquet on an arm, okay, or on oh. an arm or on the on, on on the forearm. Okay, I think this is the way they do it. Well, I know that they that they do they put a tourniquet on a, an extremity, then 
they give the person what's called succinylcholine, which paralyzes them. Then they give them the shock. Well, because it's right in the so name. So the only thing that moves therapy, is the hand. You're so you convulse. tell that they've convulsed. Yep. Oh. Oh, so it's not as hard on... Your muscles and your bones oh, okay. and all, all that sort of stuff. Mm. But it still sort of does the erasure of the brain. Well, but what, It works what's... amazingly well. It's a, amazingly well. Well, it's a reboot, really, right? Yeah, Isn't really. that what it is? It's just a reboot? It's yeah. almost like, um, have, like defibrillation for the brain. I, I know Tom Tom has a theory. I think his father went through, I don't know how many series of it, but I guess when, uh, the second time he went through it. And I don't think they just randomly gave that out. You had to be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You had yeah. to be pretty bad. Even back then, that was, things this had was to be not bad. Now they do it much more frequently oh. for depression and things like that. No, oh. more frequently now because it's not as brutal. I mean, it right. really was a horrific thing. So Tom yeah. thought it never really cured his father, but he, he thought that he hated electroshock so much it was so awful that he pretended he was normal so he didn't have, have to, to have it, it <laughs> no but it takes well maybe that uh, maybe that was a benefit i don't well, know i can't Whatever. imagine having it done just even like imagine. you know it's not something you know it, it, well, it was, everybody's seen videos of the people just yeah. you know you're rising up i mean you're just Convulsing, like oh, of course. you look like well, it's, it's it's a grand mal seizure. If anyone's seen a grand mal seizure, it's similar to that, only worse. Well, speaking of them? which, actually, it is it replaced an earlier kind of therapy where they injected you with drugs to make you have a seizure. So it was actually quite an improvement over the old ways. But did they at least, you know, give you a little sedative or something before they gave you a like Tylenol afterwards? Well, they didn't have like, <laughs> just a little something? You need a little more Take than the tylenol. edge off? <laughs> Take the edge. All they really had back then was I, I, ether. Yeah, as they're putting the things on your, your well, head, just relax. Yeah, just <laughs> understand. You're going to jolt your brain. That modern drugs are modern drugs. They're yep. not, the, you know, you go, past, you go back 60, 70, well, Let's see. Was it I was, gas? I was, I was. It was over sixty years ago. I had my tonsils out, and I had ether anesthetic. Yep, ether, ether anesthetic. Really? God. And and I have never. In fact, you can't even. That it's hard like to find. Something fo- like nineteen hundred. It's hard to find <laughs> ether in a hospital out. now because it's so dangerous. Yeah. The therapeutic it window is, is, is so that's narrow. A, that is one dangerous what, chemical. What it's did, ether. What did Ethyl the ether. midwives ether. used to carry around? In the like the fifties, sixties, with them in like Europe, they used to it's, give. No, they used to give laughing gas. It was is that, well, what was kind that, of what is, it, is laughing was, gas? Was it laughing chloroform? Gas. No, it's it laughing gas. Laughing gas, nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. Okay. That's yeah. what it is. Because right. midwives, like I could have used that at the birth center where I had my yeah. kids, but I, I'm allergic to it. it makes yeah. me really sick. What do you mean allergic to it? It makes me like super it makes sick. Makes everybody sick. That's no, what, like, no, that, no, that's what nitrous oxide does. We've used it in our, in, our, in our office. That's what nitrous oxide does. It makes you sick to your stomach. That's why it's a crap kind of a drug. No, some I remember, women are like love it and think it's great and yeah, I get well, like there, there horribly a number of women who get sick or men who get sick yeah. if you've given that. A lot no, of times no, I, no. I back in, I, I don't know, the dentists all used to offer it to mm-hmm. people. Oh, yeah. Now I, 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 I got laughing gas it. all the time when I was a kid in the dentist <laughs> and it never made me sick. There's a gene mutation that makes you more likely to have a bad reaction to nitrous oxide and I know that Guess you I didn't have get it. it. Oh, well, I, when I was a kid, I was fine. I haven't had it in 20, at least 25 years. MTHFR. So. <laughs> it's probably, probably an X-linked, uh, X-linked well, it shows the weakness of the X chromosome. It's <laughs> uh, all so those bar bodies remember, making you I, weak. I remember the, the dentist off, offered it to me, and I said, okay, and then I was really worried about it, so they put the mask on my, my, my face, and I kind of didn't really breathe. That's <laughs> so not safe. I was like, I'm just going to take a little... Because <laughs> yeah. I'm so afraid of getting like totally wasted on this weird... <laughs> Wait, don't get... And so they, they took it off, and they're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, fine. <laughs> well, they didn't leave it on me like the entire procedure. No, I know. Yeah, it's just like a little Just bit. like if I, for a minute, so I just yeah. kind of like held my breath and took a and little, then I took a little whiff. Because then... <laughs> I was afraid of it. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, is that something that you're afraid of? I don't like any. I don't like drugs. Street drugs scare the hell out of me. Well, it's like I don't know a, what I'm getting. And nitrous oxide drug. is fairly close to a street. <laughs> that's as close to a street drug as I'm ever gonna get. I can't I'm even take, afraid of drugs. I can't even take Dayquil. No, I don't so like I any. I don't like drugs. No, no I don't like anything. I, I'm I'm upset that I have to take Zyrtec all the time. The last time I had, <laughs> I don't like drugs. The last time I had a filling, I didn't even get Novocaine. 
Now like, that no. I don't think I could do. No. God, oh, no. well, you can do it. You can do it uh-uh. unless uh-uh. it's near the pulp. Well, depending yeah. on how serious it is. I had when a no start... Novocaine filling actually done. It didn't hurt at all. It was because it was surface. Like a surface one? Yeah. 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 It, it didn't it, hurt. Yeah, it, even does, it doesn't hurt. It just vibrates. Really? It's nasty kind of sound in your. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it, it was like there was yeah, no it's... pain really? at all. Yeah. It was like. This... Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, we don't have to do Novocaine. I'm like, yeah, let's skip it because I. The worst part of a filling for me is the Novocaine because it lasts like five hours. My half of my entire face is numb, and then I get so tired after having Novocaine. That's because the Novocaine they give you has uh, epinephrine in it. It's like horrible. It makes me so tired. After I, I get so no oh, I get so tired. I don't know. I don't well, get like, tired. I had an epidural after having fun. And they were like, oh, it'll make you numb from the waist down for an hour or two. She does things differently. And I was. He's <laughs> like, I get after the birth. Uh, most people have an epidural. I'd adhere to placenta. <laughs> oh, well, you had to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which actually they didn't end up, end up having to do. I went in to have it removed, and they were like, oh, it, th- there it is. Oh, Oops. Oh, but I was numb from the neck down for six hours. I know. It's, it's, and, it's, and, and the thing is, it was just too That's high. It's kind of creepy, It's too, too high, and then if it gets too high, then, you, you, then your, your, your diaphragm doesn't work. I was, my arms were convulsing the whole time. I was like having weird arm convulsions. That's way too high. Yeah. See, yeah. that's way too well, high. I'm Why super, did they give you so no, much? No, I'm super, like the normal amount that they no. give women, to me, I react to, like that's how it, with Novocaine too, it's like, oh, it's supposed to be this part of your face is numb for an hour, and my whole side of my face is numb for like three hours. Oh, you're I'm hyperactive the opposite. to it. Yeah. I need twice as much as normal that can make me numb. Redheads are see, that there, way. There you go. There's see, like see a... weakness of that X chromosome. <laughs> That's us. Do I need more proof? Don't you need yeah. extra Novocaine? Yes. Yeah, redhead. Yeah. That's a gene with redheads. Yeah. They need... Oh, yeah. Say? Yeah, they, yeah, Another they, benefit to being a redhead. <laughs> the skin yeah. cancer, the mm. Novocaine thing. Oh, my like, God. Our godfather who has red hair, he woke up in the middle of surgery once. No, that was me. Well, that no, was... he did, too. Oh, did he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's poorly done. Sir. Well, yeah, God, yeah, well not is. right during surgery. They had just finished my knee surgery when I was 16 and a half when they took out the cartilage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they literally, the, everybody was just walking out of the room, and I sat upright. And they're like, what? <laughs> they yeah, they like that. pushed me down on the, they're like, what do we do? I'm like, what's going on? Oh my gosh! They're like, you're no, not supposed a... to be awake yet. No, you, you finished surgery. Was done. You're supposed to wake up. You just woke They're up like, fast. I'm done. I woke up We're real good. fast. Now that was a good anesthetic. We're set. That's a good anesthetic. When that surgery's done, they time it down to the second. While, yeah. that... While they called, they called back. The, the anesthesiologist had left, and they called him back in because they're, what's going on? And they're like, we gave her a lot. Because mm. yeah. so you know, you're counting down from 100. Yeah. And most people don't even get to, you know. 20? 90 or something like that. I was like 70. Mm-hmm. Oh, got a little it? more, a little bigger boost. How long ago was this? Oh, so they were using, they, they weren't using propofol. I don't know what they that were doesn't using. Happen Who with, knows? That doesn't happen with the propofol. It was many, many moons ago. Oh, that was many moons ago. Many moons ago. Yeah, I don't a long know. time ago in a galaxy far, far away <laughs> exactly. for you. That's right. I've been ah. under twice, and both times when I woke up, I was, didn't feel great. I was under for my wisdom teeth. Yeah, they put you under for wisdom teeth. And my elbow Not surgery. Always. It's usually twilight for your wisdom teeth, which is a lot different than Oh, general. really? Yeah. It's supposed to be twilight, but it can be more than what twilight. What if they're digging in there like they're impacted or something? I'm sure it's worse Well, they numb that. the hell out of you, too. Oh. Yeah. They can put you in general, but it's you need an anesthesiologist then. No, it's way... Not necessarily. They can put you pretty deep. They can not... That's the thing Deep about enough that they can drill into. Oh sure, oh, yeah, God. sure. Yeah, you, they, they can. They'll drive mm-hmm. because they're they're giving propofol without a nurse anesthetist around. Something I won't do. No. I simply will not do that because it's, of the risk. Of the mm-hmm. the only risk the only risk of heavy sedation like that is what's called laryngospasm. Yeah, and if you get laryngospasm, that's what happened to um and uh, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. You get laryngospasm, and you breathe. You collect fluid in your lungs. It's called negative pressure uh, pulmonary edema. Mm-hmm. And unless you can clear that quickly with succinylcholine, which kind of paralyzes you a little bit. I mean, Just it, a wee there's, bit. there's a sophistication to care when things go bad. Yeah. Most of the time, it's fine. 99.9% of that, it's fine. 
But you get 1%, one person goes bad, boom, you're dead. Yep. That fast. It can happen that fast, particularly if you're older like her. She was 80. What was she just, having? She oh, was having her she was having vocal cords. Oh, no, she, no, they were doing some other little, she was doing some aesthetic surgery, I guess, or some other little was? things or some such stuff. At a certain stuff. age. And they just, just, just shouldn't she be in the hospital? No, there was in, the, in this clinic, and they were fine, and they, mm-hmm. they didn't have the stuff to take care of. Well, back to more horror stories about <laughs> medical <laughs> technology <laughs> after these messages. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutramost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's Resolution Sale. Do what I did, and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Anoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today. Schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time. Call Ultimate, powered by Nutramost, 763-333-7337. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. Catherine Brandt sitting in for Tom Bernard, and I'm here with... Ralph W. Basham, MD, Hackmaster. And Andy Rappernard. And Alex so Rasmussen Alex. ran off, and she'll she probably be right back. But we have a guest on the line. Mm-hmm. Her name is Marcella Popa. Doctor? Yes. Are you here? Yes. Hi. Did I Hi, pronounce how are did, you? Good. Did, um, thank you for asking. Did, you, did I pronounce your name right, Popa? Yes, perfect. Okay, great. Um, so you were forced to take early retirement from your job as an internal medicine physician because your audio, autoimmune arthritis symptoms became too difficult to manage, and you are—you um, think it's because of generally regarded as safe substances are not necessarily safe. Can you tell us about your? Oh sure. I. Um it took me a while to figure that part out, but yes, I did notice that um, certain um, personal care products were affecting my joints, and it seemed very odd, and obviously, initially, I dismissed the idea. It seemed too far-fetched, but the more and more I observed my symptoms after re-exposure, I realized um, it definitely affects me. And then I was able to recall that some of my patients reported very unusual symptoms from similar ingredients that I was um, able to identify as and blame them for my um, increasing joint pain. So I realized I'm not the only one that's affected. I, I definitely have to share this because many other people are suffering and nobody pointed out these things to, to them. What kinds of things are you talking about? I mean, we. I mean, I've always been a little bit afraid of Teflon pants. <laughs> oh, sure. That's um, so. That's a different type of exposure, uh, and I'm, I analyzed pretty much two types of substances categories in the book. The Teflon exposure um, has to do with um, chemicals that uh, mimic estrogen activity in our body when we're exposed to them, and the um, Teflon is one example, pretty much the uh, non-stick cookware. Um, let's not just say Teflon. But there are others that um, include solids, parabens, um, the plastics, the bisphenol A. There are a lot of other things which mimic the estrogens in our body. And the other category of substances that I had identified that were worsening my um, 
my joint symptoms have to do with derivatives of a carcinogenic substance called ethylene oxide. A lot of listeners probably are not familiar with this name, but if I say um, antifreeze, which is ethylene glycol, that's a very similar um, substance. So these are obviously um, used in uh, numerous products. Their derivatives are used in numerous um, cosmetics. Some of those are also used in um, cleaning products, in uh, laundry products and um, least uh, um, expected in medications. And it's true that the substances derived from this carcinogenic um, parent component are not um, exactly the same, but the body doesn't know how to deal with them, and um, they could cause a lot of uh, unpleasant side effects, to say the least unpleasant. So... um, that's the um, the other uh, categories of substances that I'm trying to raise awareness of, about, uh, and these are the derivatives from a carcinogenic parent. So, I mean, I've been hearing about these um, apps for your cell phone that identify what they're calling dirty. You think dirty? Think dirty, yeah. these products yes, and that yes. kind of stuff. I've, uh, yeah, I've seen that app. I use it a few times. Um, the other app um, is from um, Environmental Working Group, which has um, a way to scan products and figure out if they're healthy or not. But um, I had some trouble with this other app, and I, um, I prefer to learn the names and read the list. And um, eventually um, anybody could do that, because if you can't really pronounce it and you have no idea what it is, chances are that that's a chemical that it's probably best to not use. And once you identify the products that you like, it's just a matter of getting them replaced when you finish um, one bottle. So um, it becomes a new routine. Right. Why do you think that we put so much garbage in our products? I mean, I, I, I understand, I think I understand that we in the United States have a lot more leeway with the stuff that they can put in products than, like, say, Europe. Is that yes, true? that's correct. That Absolutely is true. true. Yes. Uh, so why are we so... Laissez-faire. Yeah. <laughs> about <laughs> these toxic substances in this country? I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the regulating um, agencies do not necessarily believe uh, what the European um, regulators do. Uh, it's also that they think that these products are cheaper, they have um, some good qualities, and um, they probably rely on the fact that the public, the consumers, don't really know what's in our product. So uh, that's probably, until the government will do um, some more stricter regulations, it's very unlikely that um, we'll be uh, protected as well as um, uh, European um Union protects their uh, their consumers, and well, that's not just the European Union. Uh, Japan has stricter regulations. Australia, Canada. Uh, for for some reason, in the United States, it takes a little longer to implement some stricter regulations, and uh, that's the way it has been for uh, at least for the cosmetics. And think about it: how long has it been for the smoking to be? Uh, deemed as uh, dangerous for health as it is now, it probably took over 50 years. Mm-hmm. That's true. So well, I'm, my, I'm guessing it's all money-based, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. My idea is that I don't want to wait for the regulations. If there is suspicion, if there is something that I could replace a, a product that I was using and that other something is healthier, why not go for it? I totally agree. Do you have any questions, Alex? You're... This is right up your alley. I don't have questions, but it's like there's there, it is really interesting how like so I have that Think Dirty app and I've had it for a long time and it's nice cuz you can just like scan the barcode on cosmetic stuff and then it tells you what's in it and then it says, you know, what is generally accepted as safe and well, she's what saying studies that that's not, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And like what studies show about these things and stuff and then there's also things like um there's a movie called Stink, and it's about, like, flame retardants on children's pajamas because every 
child's loose fitting pajamas have to be in America coated in flame retardants. Yeah. And now there's some evidence showing that it can it's like very detrimental to health. And yep. it can I just read this article about how it can lower your IQ. That's by, like a happening. significant amount <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, it's not just the pajamas though. It's certain, yeah, it's not just a, um, yeah furniture, furniture, yeah. Um, car um, seats, covers. Have, um, um, a lot of other items are um, yeah that we use and we um, we have uh, in our homes. They're covered with um, flame retardant. Yeah. Well, I, I remember seeing something about that on a news program years ago, and they said, "Well, the toxic effects are so minor compared to all the lives that are saved by having the flame retardant." So it's always a. But the flame retardant doesn't keep it from setting on fire. Like if your car's on fire, or your car seat isn't gonna like not start on fire. That's correct. That's correct. It's Actually, still start um, at the same site, the um, Environmental Working Group site I mentioned before, the EWG, also explains how this uh, flame retardants don't really work. Um, it's just that it yeah. sounds like a good thing to do to protect when you're exposed to a fire, God forbid. But in reality, the protection is not as good. And the chemicals used in, um, in this coating are something that um, you're better off not uh, being exposed to. And they don't degrade. They take generations to to get rid of them. If if we do get rid of them uh, from our uh, body and environment, when so. you can wash them off of. Because I mean, when I got my car seat for my kids, it's like, oh, you can soak it in vinegar or Coca Cola, and it can maybe strip <laughs> so the acid, flame or yeah, and any acid, yeah. And then wash it with soap, not detergent, and it can help strip the stuff off the of it. But then it goes into the water supply, and then it's a whole thing. Mm. It's like a yeah, I'm actually <clears throat> not sure if any of these methods would really work. Yeah, but then it's like it might not even. I don't know. Yeah. There is speaking of um, uh, programs. There is actually a, a new movie that was released in 2020, which I um, watched the other day. It's called Toxic Duty, and it's really uh, based on the story of women exposed exposed to uh, talcum powder and their oh, development yeah. of um, ovarian, ovarian carcinoma. Yeah. yeah. So this movie also points <coughs> out to a lot of other um, research that was done decades ago showing suspicion and showing that we're better off without this type of products yet it's still available well i mean we've been doing this kind of stuff forever i mean women used to use lead based makeup yeah. and died um, lead is still in way more <laughs> things than it should be they like, put yeah lead in water pipes for one yeah and there's lead on like children's <clears throat> I don't know if there's lead in water pipes. Oh, very, very old ones. Yes. Yes. There you go. They're not supposed to, yeah, if if they detect lead in water pipes, they remove them. You can't grandfather that in. Yeah. But But if you have an ancient house that's never had the plumbing looked at, you might want to have it looked at. Like laminate flooring, there's lead in laminate flooring. There's lead in most ceramics. There's lead in a lot of paints on, like, mugs and stuff like that and different, it's like. Well, not if they're produced in America. America doesn't allow lead in any thing that, you know, you could potentially eat anymore. That ha- that's been illegal for 40, 50 years. Yeah, but years. it's still, but the thing, like, oh, the paint's on the outside of the mug, so the food doesn't touch you the You still paint. can't have lead-based paint in America but anywhere. You, no, it's, there are cups, they're sold in America. You should look up, oh. They're I, sold from called, elsewhere to America. Yeah, to America, Well, that's yeah. different. But it's like, why are they allowing it? Mm. What's the difference if it's made in America or made here? If it's sold here, it's still... Yeah, if you're importing things, you should have standards that you can't import things that contain lead. one problem with that is... And lead testing isn't that hard to do. We'll send someone over. We'll we'll call them on the phone and we'll say, hey, is there any lead in your product? And they'll say, nope. And that's about, you know... Because we can't go over there and we don't have legal jurisdiction to go test their product in their country. So if they falsify a report and say, look, no lead, we just have to accept that as true. Yeah. So. Well, doctor, are you, are, are there people that are, I mean, you're raising awareness about this. Are there actual, um, are there 
you know, you know how America just loves a study or something to prove that this is true. People are leaning more towards natural products, I believe, aren't they? Uh, they are lately. Yeah, they're becoming more and more aware, and uh, they're trying their best to replace um, whatever they've been using with uh, healthier products. However, that's not really necessarily done by everybody, and um, I, that's why I said until the regulations are not going to allow these products on the shelf, a lot of times you, you or other people, not you, but people may be tempted to buy it. It's right there. And the common belief is that if it's allowed on the shelf, that means that it's safe enough. Um, well, I came to the conclusion that it's probably not safe enough, uh, and um, it made a difference for me. So um, that's why I'm trying. That's why I wrote the book that I did, trying to explain how I reached these conclusions and trying to explain the benefits. And I think um, it can only be to our advantage to replace items and ingredients which have enough suspicions that may be unhealthy. Well, I think you're right because, I mean, I, I think also as an American, you think that the FDA, you know, all, all, these, you, all these big governmental agencies are watching out for us and making sure that things are safe that are on the shelves. So it's a false sense of security. That, that's right. I think they're deregulating more nowadays. Um, a couple of years ago, I think they wanted to um, to ban certain other products or ingredients. Now they're denying that they have to, and um, that's um, that's the way it is for now. So that's why I think that consumer awareness is very important. Um, will we be able to be 100% chemical-free? Obviously not. But I think we should do our due diligence and try to um, to do the best we can with the budget we have, with the knowledge we acquire. I think it's it's important for us, for our kids, for uh, for the environment, for, for everybody. Well, I appreciate your input, Dr. Popa. Um, your book is called Keep Off the Grass? Keep Away from Keep Grass. Keep Away from Grass. Sorry, it's, yeah. not, it's, not on my, it's not on my text. I'm sorry. It was That's okay. all right. All right, so your book is available on Amazon, I'm sure, and do you have a website that people could go to? Yes. The, uh, the website is called, the, uh, the link is called um, drpopaslist.com. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Sure, my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye now. We'll be back. No, we won't. We will not. We are done. <laughs> Bye. We are done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>